Okay, please remain standing for the reading, today's reading of God's Word. Our scripture today comes from Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 14. This is found in your Pew Bibles on page 1817. However, I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation, so it will be worded a little differently. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. God has now revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God, for he chose us in advance, and he makes everything work out according to his plan. God's purpose was that the Jews who were first to trust in Christ would bring praise and glory to God. And now the Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit, whom he promised long ago. The Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Please be seated. Ooh, a thirsty work up here. <laughs> for a long time, I've had a lot of trouble believing something that was written in the Bible. It's affected the way I live, the way I think, and the way I see the world around me. But during the last Bible study I was a part of, God revealed to me that my perspective needed fixed. I needed new reading glasses when it came to his word. I needed to change my definition of belief and truth. There have been seasons in my life where I've spent many hours studying who God is and learning everything I could about him. Believing in him was not a problem with all of my head knowledge, but I never really got to the heart of the matter. Did I just believe in him or really believe him? I discovered that there is a difference. 
A friend said to me once that I could read and learn all I wanted to know about Abraham Lincoln, but did that mean I really knew him? I can learn things about each of you, but do I truly know you? You know, the ins and outs of who you are and what makes you tick. The deep stuff. Probably not, unless we spend time together, develop a relationship, and trust each other with the truth. And I found out that that's what I needed to do to get from believing in God to truly believing him. So what was this thing that kept tripping me up while I was reading and studying the Bible all the time? It was the fact that I could not believe I really was who God said I was. While I was working through my reading for our study, it hit me that God was trying to tell me that wasn't the case. And I needed to believe and trust him and what he says in scripture to see myself through his eyes. The first question I asked myself was this, do I believe that God's word is the truth and that God can be trusted? Absolutely. I know that I can trust every word in the Bible and the one who wrote it. But for some reason, when it came to the parts about who God says I am, I still struggled. I believe his word and his promises for other people, but not for me. I always felt that other people were further ahead in their walk with God than I am, and that they must have a closer relationship with him than I do. My insecurity rears its ugly head, and I end up not being able to see myself as God does. I could feel him nudging me to look further into this, so I started digging. I thought I'd start out by finding out exactly what parts of scripture that I was having trouble with. So I grabbed my Bible, my study book, my reference books, and I fired up Google and started to do some research. As I went along, I was absolutely amazed at just how much he has to say in his word about who we are. In fact, the entire book is about us and how God sees us. What did I find? For starters, I am loved, I am blessed, I am created in his image, I am filled with the Holy Spirit. I am chosen. I am forgiven. I am a new creation. I am righteous. I am healed. And I am victorious. And that's just the short list. I ended up putting together a longer list with scripture references, and I've made copies of those. They're in the back of the or back of the sanctuary on the table. And if we run out of copies, just let me know, and I'll make sure you get one. Now, some of the verses and passages that I read were ones that I had read before, but some were new to me. And I kept thinking, what did I? Oh, I kept thinking, believing what I believe about God's word and knowing that every word is true, 
why am I having all this trouble believing what God is saying is true about me? Well, part of my problem, and a common problem that many of us fall into, is the comparison trap. Every time I would see these descriptions of who God says I am and believe that they didn't apply to me, I was really comparing my walk with God to others. I never really thought I measured up to other people when it came to my relationship with God. I only saw that there were flaws and failures and thought I was so far behind where I should have been to have what they had. I saw myself as a very inadequate, unqualified Christian. Surely God must have been disappointed in me because I was disappointed in myself. Even in trying to do my best, I could just never reach their spiritual level. I would spend time with other believers and think, boy, I'm really in for my head here. I sat in Bible study groups hoping I could be a good actress and put up a believable front and just nod my head a lot like I knew what they were talking about. I was always nervous that someone would find out the truth, that I wasn't all I pretended to be. And confession time, I still feel that way, a lot. But as I was reading in my Bible study book, a quote from the author jumped off the page at me. Stop looking at others as more spiritual than you and just start believing God. Whoa, short, sweet, and to the point. There's a reason Romans 23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. None of us are perfect. All of us have fallen short. Even all of the people I was comparing myself to. I'm not supposed to be who they are, and they're not supposed to be me. We might be on the same path, but that doesn't mean we're all in the same point in the journey. There's nothing to compare. So did that mean that the things that God wrote in scripture really could be true for me too? As God was walking me through this process, we dusted off a lot of memories that had been buried in my mind negative experiences and untrue things that people once told me had become so ingrained in my thinking and I became very vulnerable to other people telling me who I was supposed to be and not be. We're all told stories about who we are from a very young age, for worse or better. Words have an extremely powerful effect on how we see ourselves and affect how we live our lives and what we believe. When I honestly took a look at those false influences in my life, I discovered one important thing. They weren't put there with super glue. I don't have to listen to what a friend, a parent, a coworker, a spouse, or even a stranger on the street says. And I get to choose what I receive and what I don't.
I learned that God speaks louder than anything anyone else can say about me. And he will remove the things that cause damage and exchange them for the truth of who I am in him. So as I continued working through those memories, up popped a new question. What false thinking am I now hanging on to that is holding me back from believing who God says I am? God revealed to me that I had taken the things I had been told, exaggerated them in my mind, and convinced myself that they were true. And these are the stories that influenced my perspective. Even after I fully gave my heart to God, I still saw things filtered through past sins and failures. God also showed me that I'm really good at allowing my feelings to get in my way. So many emotional moments cause me to take my focus off the one who sees me better than I see myself. I let myself get so caught up on how I feel that I forget that my feelings are only temporary and what God says is permanent. There are times I feel like my contributions to the world just don't matter. God knows that. And I'm starting to see that more and more that it's not true. He reminds me that the things I feel are out of control, are under his control. And there's no need for doubt, insecurity, fear, worry, anxiety, depression, or any of those other emotional strongholds. The problem I face is actually letting those go. How do I take what God is saying about me and believe it, especially on the days when my focus is on myself and not his truth? To make matters worse, it's those kind of days that leave the door open just far enough to let in the one thing that I don't need, an enemy attack. John 8.44 tells us that Satan is the father of lies. And I know that any lies I hear are not from God. When I end up listening to them, it makes the truth harder to find under all of the garbage. Those lies keep me right where the enemy wants me. And he wants to do anything and everything to keep me from believing that I am who God says I am. But the good news is that he can't do that unless I let him. It is a choice. The good news, sometimes moment by moment, is to push those lies out of my mind and ask myself, as one of my very good friends said to me, who told you that? When I hear that, I'm reminded to check the source of what I'm hearing. Just as we can do with those negative influences, we can also choose to reject what the enemy tries to get us to believe. We will always have a choice to believe the God who made us or believe the liar who wants nothing more than to hold us captive with what he's trying to tell us. 
Our attitude and perspective stems from our choice. So knowing all I knew at this point, how God sees me versus how I see myself put me at a crossroads, just like the one you might be at right now. It was decision time. Was I going to believe God, who I trust completely, and I knew told me the truth? Or was I going to continue believing the lies of the enemy and the negativity and stories from my past? All of a sudden, I could hear God speaking through the words of Ephesians 4, verses 23 and 24. Let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Thinking back over everything I had read and learned about God, who God said I am, it clicked. And it finally settled into my heart. I am who God says I am. And I can believe him in that. Then and there, I prayed this prayer. God, I am making a choice to believe that I am who you say I am. Even when I don't feel it, or when I don't think your description applies to me, help me when I forget and get caught up in the lies. Remind me, however often I need to hear it, that I am yours and always will be. I remember that prayer each time I face a choice of what to believe. And that's what I'm challenging each of you to do today. Pray and ask God to open your eyes to who he says you are and for his guidance on how you can believe it in your life. As Paul said in Philippians 3.13, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. Now, I can't stand up here and tell you all that I've got it all figured out thanks to one Bible study. I'm still a work in progress. And God and I are just beginning the work of sorting through all of it. But I can say that I'm a lot further down the road than I used to be. My outlook and perspective are changing, and I'm getting much better at asking myself, who told you that? But the most important thing I've learned through this whole journey is the fact that in the choices I make by believing and trusting that what God says in Scripture is true about me. No matter what I decide, how things look, how many people I compare myself to, or how inadequate I might feel, the final word belongs to God. God has already chosen me and created me in his image. I am saved because Jesus came to die on the cross for me. I am worthy because he is worthy. I am a new creation because God has permanently changed me. 
I am capable because he gives me the ability. I am loved because I know he loves me and always will. It's all right there in his word, and nothing will change that. His word is true. His promises are sure. He is forever faithful, and he is the one I believe. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you today in thanks and gratitude for your word. Help us to remember that what you say about how you see us is true for all, including ourselves, even when we don't feel or see it. In your word, you have shown us the truth of who you made us to be. And when we lose sight of that, remind each of us to believe what you've said, and most importantly, to believe you. In Jesus' name, amen.